0: You already know how important it is to set business goals. It's those goals that will drive every action you take. But how do you know if you've chosen the right ones? No more playing games of chance, because today we're sharing three things you absolutely must do before you can set effective goals for your business.
1: Hey you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to achieve more without the overwhelm and drama,
0: because although business and life get messy, that
1: doesn't mean things have to be hard. Join us as we help you cope with the chaos and banish your barriers so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Megan Monaghan. And I'm Teresa Cefali. Let's get on with it. All right. Hey, Megan. Hi, Teresa. How are you today? I'm good.
0: Okay. So You know, we talk about setting goals all the time and I am a huge proponent of making sure that people are setting goals that are written down and planning for those goals. It's absolutely necessary because it's critical to have constructive goals. They're necessary to grow and be productive in business, period. And in episode 21, we shared three reasons why writing down your goals helps you succeed. So if you haven't checked that out, you should do so. But when you write your goals down, that's what makes it so much easier to create a clear
1: strategic path to achieving them. That's right. Most of what you'll read on the internet about how to set effective goals focuses on the mechanics of goal creation. For example, you've probably heard about SMART goals. S-M-A-R-T is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, And time bound. It's designed to act as a guide to creating your goals. While it's smart to set smart goals, today we want to give you a different set of criteria to think about when it comes to setting goals. Think of it as a precursor to selecting your goals. Writing out clearly defined goals is the
0: key to achieving them. Every action you take in your business hinges on knowing those goals. So the goals drive your action. But before deciding what those goals are, committing to them, and creating an action plan, you need to know where you are now and where you want to be.
1: Yeah, knowing those things is so important. For a goal to be truly effective, it should always move you in a direction you want to go. So today, Teresa is going to share with us three things you must consider before you ever put that pen to paper.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. But before we get started with that, Megan, I just want to put a little bit of a lens on this. Today, for the sake of this podcast, we're specifically discussing what to do before you set business goals. But there are two things I want you all to keep in mind as we move forward today. First, this process can be used for setting personal goals as well, right? It's not just for setting business goals. And two, I want you to remember that you are more than your work. So even when you're setting your business goals, keep your personal life in mind.
1: Good to know. Good to know. All right. So tell us, what is the first step, Teresa? Okay. The first thing you must do before you set a single goal is
0: devote time to think. This is by far the most important first step to creating effective goals. And I can tell you for certain that you're not spending enough time thinking. Now, you might be saying to yourself, what? I'm always thinking about my goals in order to create them in the first place, I have to think. So what are you talking about? Okay, well, of course you're thinking, but the question is, are you doing the right kind of thinking?
1: Okay, stop right there, just for a second. (laughs) Are you saying that there is a wrong and a right way to think?
0: Okay, it sounds silly when you say it that way. (laughs) So no, I'm not saying that you're doing it wrong, I'm saying you're doing it backwards. The act of creating a goal involves more granular thinking. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's important to have that skill. What I'm saying is that too often you choose your goals without thinking about the bigger vision. You choose your goals haphazardly. Like, I'm going to do this, but you're not really thinking about how it fits into a bigger picture. So I believe that it should be the other way around. You need to think about the bigger vision first for your business and life, and then create your goals from there.
1: All right, that sounds good, but I I think we could all use an example. Would you mind giving us one? Sure. Um, Let's use list building
0: as an example.
1: You've decided to grow your email list.
0: That's great. You first think about how big you want that list to be, so you create the following goal. I will add 5,000 new relevant email subscribers to my list in the next six months. Now, that's a very clear goal. It's certainly SMART, right, that acronym, but what is the purpose of the list? What is it helping you to do, have, or be? Did you consider the bigger picture before creating the goal? Is it relevant for the type of business you're growing, or did somebody just tell you you need to have an email list? Um, And will that email list take you in a direction you want to go? So having a list of 5,000 relevant email subscribers would be super helpful if your vision is to create a business that sells digital courses, let's say. But it might not be so helpful if you're building a high-end coaching business that survives and counts on networking and referrals.
1: All right, I get it. So what you're saying is that first you need to think about what you truly want, then you can decide the goals that will help you get it. So then how should you focus your thinking then?
0: There's no set of fast rules when it comes to thinking, right? It's thinking. But you'll wanna create the right environment and make sure that you're asking yourself the right questions.
1: Okay, let's start with the environment. How do you create the right type of environment for thinking? First, carve out time
0: when you can be alone. How much time, whether it's a half an hour, a couple hours, whatever. Go into a room where you can close a door or choose a time when the house is going to be empty.
1: Now, we understand that some people may have kids at home doing remote learning or significant others still working from home. So if you have people in the house, make sure you communicate that you need a couple of hours of quiet time.
0: Right. Communicating is always a good idea. You can also go out and be in nature if that's your jam, right? Just go for it. Go to a park or a nature preserve or it's somewhere that's special for you, as long as it's just you and your brain. And when, wherever you've created your space, it's then time to daydream, you know, like you used to do in math class when you were in high school. <laughs> you pegged me. <laughs> <laughs> just dream about what you want your life to look like. So since we're talking about business today, here are some questions to consider to focus your thinking around your business. So- um, it could be, how do I feel about my business right now? What's my favorite part about what I'm doing professionally? If I could do anything I wanted, would I still choose this business? What am I doing really well? Or what can I improve? How much revenue do I want my business to generate in one year? How much do I want to generate in five? The point is to just think. Don't write
1: anything down. Leave yourself space to be with your thoughts. Those questions are a great place to start. Of course, there will be other things that you may want to consider. It's not important to get it perfect, it's important to start. It takes practice to daydream. At first, you feel like you're goofing off. You will most likely resist this activity altogether because you think it's a waste of time. It isn't. You will learn so much about what you really want from work and from life.
0: Yes, once you spend time thinking, what you want will become so much clearer and when you're clearer on what you want, it's easier to
1: craft effective goals that support your vision. So Teresa, I'm curious, at what point do you start writing things down? Because I'd be afraid that I'd forget everything I thought about. Plus I enjoy the process of writing down my thoughts as we know from previous podcasts, right? Yeah, that's a fair question. The goal of thinking is to
0: free up your mind to wander with no constraints. So that's why I say always leave yourself space to just think. Now, here's the interesting part. Once you stop that activity, you're not really done. Your subconscious will continue to work in the background. New thoughts and visions will emerge. And this really isn't a process that you can rush. But really give yourself time to think freely. And once you've spent time doing that, then you can start putting pen to paper. Or you can make it even more fun by creating a vision board that contains imagery of what you want to build.
1: I love that suggestion. It's kind of like the writing process. Before you can create effective content, you first need to know the goal of that content. With goal setting, you first need to know your vision before you can set effective goals. All right. So after you've spent time thinking, what should you do next? Well, now that you know what
0: you want, it's important to be crystal clear on the main mission of your business, because whatever your mission is, you're going to want to make sure each goal you set is in alignment
1: with this mission. Yeah, having a mission is critical. If you already have a mission statement for your business, look it over. Does it align with where you're thinking? If not, then spend time reworking that statement or just start over. I actually just created three mission statements yesterday, one for each business website or channel. The mission helps set a North Star for your business. So if you haven't created a mission statement, take time to create it. It will help you make decisions about the goals you set. That's right. So before you create
0: a goal, know your company's mission. Some example mission statements could include to help busy professionals achieve optimal fitness, through providing easy, healthy exercise plans so they look and feel great. Or to help entrepreneurs achieve their goals by teaching them how to identify the right actions to take in their business in order to create more happiness and prosperity. When you have clarity on your mission, it's easier to decide on effective
1: goals that move your business in the right direction. And by the way, don't let perfectionism keep you from completing this step. Your mission statement will evolve as you do. So make a for now choice. You can always change it up later. Remember people, embrace the messy moments. All right, so what's the last thing to consider before you can set effective goals, Teresa? So let's
0: just recap.
1: Now you know what you really want when
0: it comes to your business
1: because you've spent
0: time thinking about it, right? And you've crafted your mission statement so that you're clear on your business's direction. Next, you'll want to know how your business is currently performing and if it aligns with the direction of your mission. You'll need to do a little digging to figure out where you are now in order to get to where you want to be. These are the key areas you want to look at, though they may vary depending on your business. Some may include sales, marketing, like your social media, content marketing, etc. Budgeting, overall income or profit client retention, market share, hiring or growing a team, and customer satisfaction. To see how you're doing in each of these areas, you'll need to do some investigative work,
1: which I know Megan loves. (laughs) You know it, research is my favorite. Knowing the data for these key areas will be helpful when choosing your goals. Your research could involve digging into your website or social media analytics, Doing some competitive analysis, talking with your employees, and looking at how you've performed in different areas year over year. Which areas are you doing well in? Which areas are you struggling in? Where are your competitors doing well? What changes are coming in your industry that could impact your business success in the coming years? These are all really important questions to ask as you do your review.
0: The review is so important. Because in order to know where you're going, first you need to know where you are. So be honest in your analysis. It's not good or bad, it's information. That information will help you craft the right goals. Now, I know that this may all seem like a lot of busy work, but I promise you, taking time to do this pre-work is a necessary path to creating effective goals, and You know what? Your
1: goals are the cornerstone to actually growing your business and seeing results. And as you get used to using this process, you'll start to find your confidence increases and your business actually moves forward in a really intentional way. And who doesn't love that? I know I do. Okay, everybody, that's it for today's
0: episode. Please visit our website, MessyDeskPodcast.com to find our show notes and links to resources we mentioned in the episode. And we so appreciate your generous spirit. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share this episode with a friend and leave us a positive review. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week on the Messy Desk Podcast. Bye everyone.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk Podcast and leave us a review. We're interested in
0: what you're interested in So email us at MessyDeskPodcast at gmail.com with your
1: topic suggestions and questions. And most importantly, stay messy because that's where the growth, progress, and magic happen. Are you editing while we're doing this?
0: (laughs) Me? (laughs) No, let me straighten my halo on my (laughs) horns. (laughs)